a 150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to the 5th Seal, episode 19. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. the Evangelical Norm. The 5th Seal is a podcast to bring awareness and prayer to our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Every year I count down the top 50 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch list. From January to October, I count down from 50 to 31 twice a month, and then throughout the month of November which about 10 years ago I dubbed to be Persecuted Church Awareness Month. I count down from 30 to number one. It is a countdown, which is why you notice the episode numbers go backwards. Yesterday was episode 20, today is 19, tomorrow will be 18, so on until the first of the month when we reach uh, World Watch List number one, which is the first of the month, the end of the month, which will reach episode one, which is the worst country in the world for Christians to live in based upon the persecution that they face because of their faith in Christ. So all that being said, it is Friday, November 12th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from worthynews.com. A 60-year-old Ugandan evangelist was decapitated by suspected Islamic extremists in Luka District, Uganda, on October 16th, Morningstar News reports. An elder in the local Church of Christ congregation, Alex Mukasa, of Busandabi Village, Bukuva Town Council in Luka District, had led three Muslims to Christ prior to his murder. Alex's beheaded body was found on October 17th after he failed to return home from going out that previous day. His brother, Elukana Kyotanalia, told MSN, quote, I waited for my brother, but he never returned back home, unquote, Elukana said. Quote, it was at 7 a.m. on October 17th when I got information that his motorcycle was abandoned along the bu- Bukuva Road, and that his body was beheaded and dumped in a sugarcane plantation. Unquote. The murderers took Alex's head and threw it into the local Nasibira swamp, where it was found by farmers planting rice several days later, MSN said. An evangelist, Alex had been threatened by local Muslims prior to his death. The Islamists demanded that he leave his village that he leave his village leading three Muslims to put their faith in Christ, Elukana told MSN. Police have arrested two suspects, Ibrahim Galandi and Abu, Abu Bukhari Bonyenza, who had threatened Mukasa and other Christians, sources told Morningstar News. District Police Commander John Fautine Oese said other suspects were being searched for. A Christian who knew Alex and did not want to be named for security reasons told Morningstar News, quote, Alex was a peaceful man whose murder shook the community members and the Church of Christ at large. He was a very respectable elder and leader whom frequently offered timely advice and God's messages to warring parties within our community. We were shocked to find that he had been butchered by Muslim extremists, unquote. 
Alex Mukasa's murder was, quote, just the latest, unquote, of many attacks on Christians by Muslim extremists in Uganda, Morningstar News said. So, again, we see these places, especially as we get further and further on the world watch list, we'll see more and more of these instances of, of people dying. And, again, we it's been weeks since, and that's often because... Things like this aren't able to be reported. They have to be investigated and found out, you know, what's going on. And sometimes it's just a lack of ability to get the news out to the worldwide community uh, so we can be, you know, aware of what's happening. And like this said, Uganda is one of those places where violent, excuse me, violent attacks are increasing. And we're seeing it happen more and more as they call them Muslim extremists in the story. I would call them Islamic fundamentalists. They are those who take the fundamentals of the teaching of Muhammad, the Quran, the, the Hadith, and put it together and follow it to a T, which is why they are as violent as they are, because that is a book that teaches. Um, all, well, all those are teachings of Muhammad that, that lead those people to be violent um, in their expression of the religion that they follow. So be praying for this village and these, uh, the family members of Alex there in, um, in Uganda, in this area, and, uh, just continue to pray that God is glorified, uh, through those who he has led to Christ as they hopefully will lead others to Christ. And that brings us to our world watch list country for today which is number 19, Vietnam. So a few facts about Vietnam. Its region is Asia. Persecution type is communist and post-communist oppression. The main religion is Buddhism. The persecution level is very high. Population of Vietnam is 98,360,000, of which about 8,924,000 are Christian, so slightly under 10%. The government is a communist state, and the leader is President Nguyen, Phong Trong, Nguyen Phu Trong. So what does persecution look like in Vietnam? What is life like for the Christians there? In Vietnam, the level of persecution a believer faces depends on their denomination or background. Historical Christian communities, like Roman Catholics, enjoy a certain amount of freedom, although they may be imprisoned if they become politically active. Large plots of land owned by Catholic churches, for example, surrounding schools or, or, coven, or convents, are sometimes confiscated by the state for development per, developmental purposes. I will uh, learn how to speak here momentarily. The most intense persecution is reserved for non-traditional Protestants and converts from indigenous religions, especially in the remote areas of central and northern Vietnam. The majority belong to the country's ethnic minorities, like the Hmong, and face social exclusion, discrimination, and attacks. Homes are sometimes destroyed, forcing Christians to leave their villages. In several cases, Christians fled abroad and claimed asylum, for example, in neighboring Cambodia, only to be set, sent back due to Vietnamese pressure. What has changed in Vietnam? Pressure on Christians has increased in almost every area of life. 
The new regulations on religion implemented from January 1st, 2018 onwards have added another source of uncertainty, although on paper they looked like an improvement. Tighter regulations on online communication have restricted and limited the space Christians enjoy even further. Pressure and violence against Christians belonging to ethnic minority groups continue unchanged. Who is most vulnerable to persecution? There is pressure on all Christians, particularly in light of strong communist rhetoric. Outspoken Christians can be arrested, and believers are often viewed with suspicion. Converts and Protestants in rural areas tend to encounter the most most acute persecution. They could face harassment, discrimination, social exclusion, exclusion, and attack because of their decision to follow Jesus. Uh, And for my Calvinist uh, viewers and listeners, you know that yeah, decisional regeneration is not something that we follow after, but the implication that they have converted decision to follow Jesus wording is important, I think. Um, so just to clarify, uh, ways to pray for Vietnam, prayer points for Vietnam, pray that the suspicion aimed towards Christians by national and local authorities will ease and be replaced with an appreciation of their value to society. Ask that believers under pressure to renounce their faith will have the strength to cling to Jesus. Ask that believers under pressure. That was a weird sentence. May this stance powerfully speak to their neighbors and communities. Pray that young Christians will grow in their love of Jesus, their understanding of the gospel, and appreciation for the Bible, giving them a foundation for life. Let's pray. Father, thank you that we have this time to come together to Uh, Pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in you. Lord, we thank you that you have provided a uh, social media platform where we can come together across uh, vast distances and even across the the span of time as many people will watch this later today, download the podcast, take it with them today, this week, um, whatever. But yet still, Lord, they will be raising their voices up with us as we pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted around the world. Lord, we lift up. Um, the family of, of Alex in Uganda, Lord, and uh, just pray that you bring comfort to his family, Lord, that the gospel that he preached will continue to resonate and resound through that community as those who have, that you have drawn to repentance and faith through his proclamation of the gospel. Lord, I pray that they would be bold enough to continue to preach that gospel even under threat of losing their own heads, Lord, because they recognize what is needed and what is provided by this gospel, Lord, that it's not a your best life now, make everything better message, but it is the message of you have sinned and deserve to be punished by God, but yet he sent his son to die and pay the penalty for your sin. And Lord, I pray that that would continue to move through the Muslim community there in Uganda and that you would use it again, Lord, to draw people to faith in you. Father, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Vietnam. We pray that uh, that the government authorities will ease on their their pressure that is put on these congregations, the monitoring, the spying, um, and just the the manipulation of of people uh, due to governmental influence, Lord, that that would ease and that uh, those people would be able to worship freely, that laws would, would become more permissive to those uh, people uh, worshiping you, Lord, as their, 
their conscience dictates as the Bible leads them to. Father, we pray for those who are under pressure to renounce their faith, those who have already um, repented and put their trust in you. We pray that they would have a, a strong, firm foundation of the gospel to stand on. Lord, that they would recognize that even in the face of being persecuted, that that your gospel is well worth following because it's not, again, it's not about making an immediate improvement in life, but it is the promise of eternal salvation when we, when we pass away, which all of us will, Lord. So again, pray that you would keep those believers strong in their faith and again, allow them to, to boldly proclaim the gospel that others will come to know you, to be drawn to repentance and faith. Lord, we do pray that the, the young Christians there, that you would raise up mentors, that you would raise up disciples to help them to, to grow in their understanding of your word and their understanding of your gospel, and, and that they would grow in their desire to make the gospel proclamation, to witness to their friends, to their families, to their communities, to share what it is that, that you did for them on the cross, Lord, and that you would use that as, as always to draw people to repentance and faith in yourself. Um, and again, Father, we thank you that we have this time to, to pray and lift up our brothers and sisters. Uh, we pray that in all of this that you will be glorified because it, because it is for your glory and in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Uh, once again, thank you guys for taking the time out, 10 to 15 minutes a day, to watch a video, listen to a podcast, and pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. If you know anybody else who's not already a member of the Fifth Seal page on Facebook, I would encourage you to invite them to join the page. They can, uh, they can catch the, the little clips of each country every day that I put up on there and then see the videos. Um, if they want to come over to the Evangelical Norm channel on YouTube, uh, send them over. They can subscribe, hit the notification, get all the content that I release there, or if they don't have time to watch a video and they want to just listen in their podcast or their earbuds, send them over. They can get the podcast, the fifth seal anywhere where you download your audio podcast. So iTunes, Google play, Amazon, Spotify, any of those places, you will find the fifth seal podcast. Just search for that. The fifth seal or search for Norm Dunham. Either one of those will bring that up and they can join in with us every day as we pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. And as always, Please preach the gospel at all times. Use words because they're absolutely necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm -hmm.